You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. From the field to the film room to the war room, we've got you covered every step of the way as the road to the draft starts right now on BGN Radio. Hello and welcome to another episode of the BGN Draft Show. I am your host, Shane Half. You can follow me on Twitter and YouTube at Shane Half NFL. I'm joined today by my co-host and fellow draft enthusiast, Dibes. Give him a follow on Twitter at Mr. Crockpot. Be sure to check out his podcast, Party on Broad. Dibes, how are you doing today? Hanging in there, man. Not going to lie. Dealing with a cold. Uh, but the show must go on. The Eagles have... Uh, uh, an incredible matchup against the Chiefs this week. Uh, so that's got me hype, uh, but let's get into it. You've heard of Michael Jordan's flu game. Yeah. This is Dives f- Flu slash It's Actually Just a Cold podcast. And so it's going to be the greatest. It's going to go down in the hall of podcasting fame. Uh, joining us this week is special guest. It is Dives co-host on Party on Broad. He's also does shows with me. Birds of the round table every Tuesday night. Uh, it is Ryan Reese. Give him a follow on Twitter at Philly sports PSA. Ryan, how are you doing this evening? Um, I'm doing great. And, and just like Dive said, I'm, I'm ready for some Eagles football. Uh, I hate the bye week with a passion. Um, and uh, yeah, it's sad that we have to wait an extra day, but uh, it's going to be uh, quite the game, quite the game. All right. We cut the dead weight that is Mark this week. Uh, <laughs> Mark's out traveling for work. So uh, we got Ryan to fill in uh, small shoes here for you to fill Ryan, but I think you're, you're up for it. So uh, let's start off here. We'll recap our player of the weeks last week. Dives had Jawar Jordan from Louisville who had 17 carries for 95 yards, two receptions for 15 yards. Not a bad week there. Uh, Mark had quarterback Noah Fafita from Arizona, who was 21 to 35 for 214 yards and two touchdowns. I picked running back Bucky Irving out of Oregon. He had 19 carries for 118 yards and a touchdown. Also had 43 receiving yards on five receptions. So a pretty solid week when it comes to our player of the week predictions. Uh, Hopefully we can keep that train rolling this week. Because, I mean, be honest, we've turned in some clunker picks at times down the stretch. So we're going to look to keep that hot streak going this week. I think overall, though, we've been pretty spot on. Like in- yeah, we we've been pretty good. We've had a few we've had a few of those hit or miss. Uh, I think I picked Travis Hunter the week he got hurt in like the first <laughs> quarter, which really sucked for my chances. <laughs> so we've had a few of those, but sometimes there's nothing you can do about it. So, all right. So before we get to our player of the week predictions for this upcoming week, uh, we're going to give you guys some Eagles targets to watch. Somebody you can keep your eye on as you're watching college football this weekend. So let's hit it. Let's hit the ground running here with our Eagles targets of the week. Uh, 
All right, Dibes, start us off here. Who is your Eagles target to keep an eye on this weekend? All right, guys. If you're looking for a quality tight end prospect, uh, that would definitely be an upgrade over Jack Stoll. Uh, if you're looking for like a tight end two that might be available on day three, we're going Ben Sinnott, uh, a tight end out of Kansas State. Uh, he began his career as an undersized fullback, then bulked up to six foot four, 245 pounds. Uh, he is now Will Howard's most trusted receiver. Uh, this guy's quickness out of his breaks is as elite as it gets. He's athletic. He's versatile. He's a very good route runner. Uh, he's one of those like throwback blue collar uh, OG physical tight end guys that uh, I think would do really well here in Philly as a t tight end too. Uh, just checks off a lot of boxes as a, a tight end prospect. Uh, not the most athletic, but uh, he can absolutely make defenders miss. He has amazing hands. If you watch the tape, this guy's hurtling players. He's making one-handed catches. Uh, he, he's been really impressive. So Ben Sinnott, uh, he's also a, a plus blocker on the edge from the backfield as a lead blocker. Uh, so he's great at blocking as well. Um, I expect this guy to possibly struggle a little bit through the draft process because he's not an elite athlete. And, um, you know, for me, though, I love this guy. Uh, he, he's in my top five of tight end prospects. Uh, and probably a guy that not a lot of people know about Ben Sinnott. And uh, Dallas Goddard is 28 years old, which if I'm not mistaken, is the same age that Zach Ertz was uh, when the Eagles selected Dallas Goddard. So all the Eagles need is for the, the Cowboys to really have their sights set on Ben Sinnott, and then they can trade up and snipe him here. Yeah, he's really good. He's really good. All right, Ryan, uh, I'll throw it to you next here. Who is your Eagles target to keep an eye on? Uh, so, uh, well, I went with, uh, Jade, um, geez, why am I blanking today? Uh, Jade Barron. Yeah. Uh, he is, uh, listed as a, as a safety, but he plays a lot of, uh, his time in the slot, uh, plays for, uh, the Longhorns there. And, uh, you know, this guy's kind of, again, a versatile guy who can line up pretty much, uh, whether it be in the box, in the slot. Um, and, and really just kind of get after it. He's, he's really good, uh, great instinctually uh, in zone coverage uh, and has really good solid ball skills. Um, one of, uh, you know, uh, one of the better route recognition uh, D-backs uh, that I've seen. Uh, and, you know, he also has the quickness to, get, to kind of get up uh, on the, the line of scrimmage and really kind of deliver uh, some solid hits, um, you know, in the, in the run defense and, and stopping the run. So. Uh, this is definitely a guy who I feel like is, you know, with his versatility is somebody that would fit the Eagles kind of, uh, you know, slot uh, problems, if you will. Um, you know, and, and he really is good, good at tracking. Um, uh, so that's, you know, certainly one of the one of the pluses for him. Um, sometimes he plays a little conservative um, and, and sometimes maybe gives a little too much cushion off the ball. Um but, um, yeah, he, he's got good speed to kind of uh, make up for it. Uh, and I think he'd be a great uh, addition to this uh, defensive backfield for the Eagles. And, um, yeah, like I said, the versatility is something, obviously, how he loves. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jade Barron would be, uh, you know, again, whether he's listed as a safety or listed as a corner, um, you yeah, know, I've seen it all kind of all over the place. He just 
plays where he's needed. So, all right. I missed the memo. Uh, Big 12 is my country, and you guys both went Big 12 players. And um, I'm outside the Big 12. I don't know what I was thinking. I should change it here on the fly, but that would mess up our nice little graphics. So. Billy Bobin, Billy Bobin, go for it. <laughs> you haven't covered him yet. Yeah, maybe next week. I'll stick with I'll stick with my guy, uh, offensive tackle Talisi Fuega out of Oregon State. Uh, he is a big time riser so far this year throughout the college football process. Uh, he was a three star recruit coming out of high school. Played fifty five snaps at right tackle as a freshman in twenty twenty one before he became the full time starter last year. And one of the reasons I picked him for this week is we get to watch him against Braylon Trice, uh, also a potential first-round pick out of Washington at edge rusher. So that should be a great matchup to watch in a great game that we're going to talk about more here in a minute. Uh, but uh, Fuega is 6'6", 334 pounds, which is 91st percentile weight. He's a huge guy. Um, I don't know if you know a team that you know might have a right tackle nearing the end of his career. Uh, and they really like to use their right tackles, athleticism, and space in the running game. I don't know if you know a team that fits that profile, but that's the way I get to a T. Uh, he had 11 pressures and zero sacks allowed on 365 pass blocking snaps last season. He's allowed 10 pressures and zero sacks on 273 pass blocking snaps this year. He has the number one run blocking grade per PFF among all offensive tackles. He is a mauler in the run game, has a nasty streak. Uh, he's got long arms and good balance, which makes it really easy for him to play against speed rushers in space. But he also has the strength that lets him drop anchor against bull rushers. So he's kind of the whole package out there on the edge. Good in space as a run blocker. He targets cleanly at the second level against linebackers and safeties. Uh, he's got a strong first punch, really good hand placement with strong hands. If he gets his hands on you, he can lock you down. Um, now, he is a little prone to lunging at rushers, especially working from wide nine alignments. Rather than staying patient and letting them come to him, he does like to lunge out, and that causes him issues at times. He's also got a little bit of inconsistency on his kick slides, which opens him up to speed to power rushes. So he's got some things he can clean up. I think he is a right tackle in the league for sure. I think he has round one potential. Uh, how the postseason process plays out for him is going to be huge because every year you have guys come out of nowhere during the season, and sometimes their rise continues throughout the combine and all the interviews and things, and sometimes it starts to come back down to earth. So we'll see which way it goes for Fuega, but I think he's a guy that the Eagles could definitely be interested in at the back end of the first round. If he's there. <laughs> if he's there. Yeah, if he's there. There's a there are a lot of tackles this year uh in the sure. draft. So that does work in the Eagles' favor if yeah. that were a position they decided they wanted to target. Yeah, the offensive tackle class is really strong, especially at the top. And I've seen him project the top ten. And I've I've seen also him fall to the to like round two. Um, but I think at the end of the day, it's gonna be a top fifteen, top twenty pick. Uh he's he's kind of the one that's risen as like Amarius Mims, who got hurt, has fallen. Uh, so yeah, Fuega is definitely really trending up. Yeah. Uh, Amarius Mims, we profiled like two weeks ago, uh, Braylon Trice, who's going to be rushing against Fuega. We profiled back in like week three. So some names building your vocabulary of college football prospects here yep. as we head into the draft. You also wonder if some of these guys in such a loaded tackle class, maybe they go back to school. He doesn't have to come out. He is draft eligible. So 
also something else to be aware of. Uh, like mm-hmm. last year, I fell in love with Jer- Jared Verse, and then he went back to school. So uh, that yep. happens at times too. But yep. Anyways, those are some guys you can keep an eye on this weekend. Ben Sennett, tight end out of Kansas State. Uh, defensive back, Jade Barron from Texas. And then offensive tackle, Talise Fuega from Oregon State. We picked some fun names to say. <laughs> Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a... 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, let's turn the page now. Let's talk about our player of the week predictions. All right, our player of the week predictions. Dives, I'm going to let you kick it off here with a guy that you were going to take last week and you changed your mind. He had a fantastic game. Hopefully he can run it back. Who is your player of the week prediction for this week? It's you for not screwing up the segment for the first time all season. Uh, (laughs) That's true. I always say Eagles player of the week. Uh, Yeah, I'm going Bo Nix. Last week, you know, over 400 yards. Uh, the Ducks rolled USC. Uh, the Oregon offense had over 500 yards. Uh, as a prospect, I think Bo Nix is just elite on the move. Uh, he's athletic. He throws with velocity on the move. He can hit second window throws with ease. Uh, he's a, a plus athlete. He can shred you on zone reads. I, I like Bo Nix a lot. Um, he's not necessarily in my top three quarterbacks in this class. I, I think he needs to grow. Uh, a bit when it comes to his decision making, his refinement, uh, his accuracy, his footwork. This is a guy that I, I think struggles at times with his vision uh, and, and making those pre-snap reads. You know, he doesn't do a lot of that at Oregon. Um, again, like Bo Nix is an absolute wizard when it comes to you know improvising and you know hitting your primary reads quickly, uh, which he does extremely well, but. Uh, at the next level, I do have some question marks. This week, though, uh, he goes up against Arizona State. The Ducks have dominated ASU uh, in recent history. They are 11-2 and two since 2005. Uh, so, for me, I think Bo Nix lights up Arizona State. Uh, I project him to go in that 
late first, second round area at this time. But Bo Nix, uh, I, I think in previous weeks, I, I probably thought too hard rather than go with the bigger, sexier names. This week, I'm going with the sexier name, and it is Bo Nix. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see the battle for QB3 shape up. Uh, yeah. Obviously, Williams, May 1 and 2. Yeah. Uh, probably in that order, although we'll hear smoke the other direction as we get closer. But QB3 is wide open. It's going to be yeah. interesting to see which way so, it goes. Shane, there's even narrative starting that Drake May is number one. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Already noise. Yep. All right, Ryan, I'll throw it to you here. Who is your player of the week prediction? Well, uh, since I literally am playing for nothing, uh, I have no rules. Uh, I just went completely outside of the box. And this is a guy that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really just starting to kind of uh, dive into. Uh, and it's a familiar name for, for Eagles fans. Uh, it's, it's one wide receiver named Reggie Brown. <laughs> no, no, not that Reggie Brown. Not the one from Georgia. This one's from James Madison. Uh, and he has been absolutely uh, torching uh, uh, the, the college football world. Uh, he is being considered for Belitnikov uh, Award. He has uh, 45 catches, 903 uh, yards so far uh, for the James Madison Dukes with eight touchdowns. Um, he, uh, he had a monstrous day uh, last week, nine catches, 202 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, but he seemed to kind of have one of those monster days uh, almost every time out there. Uh, going up against Appalachian State, who, again, famous for beating Michigan all those years ago. But James Madison only has two games left, has a, a chance to go undefeated. Uh, I believe last time I saw they were ranked 18th. Um, so, you know, obviously they're they're not going to really get into uh, the playoffs or anything, but you know, uh, they're certainly having an, an amazing season uh, and their basketball team just knocked off Michigan State. So there you go. There's all that, all that for James Madison. But yeah, this this kid, Reggie Brown, is is absolutely um, just a, a, a speedster uh, and he is uh, blowing it up right now. So I'm, I'm going outside the box. I'm going to continue uh, to ride this train as I get more uh, familiar with this wide receiver from James Madison. I'd like to also add, I, I, I made a joke with a friend like a few weeks ago that I was watching James Madison tape. Uh, you know, you're a sicko when you're watching James Madison. He's good this year. Uh, they have one of the more underrated edge rushers in this class, and his name's Jalen Green, and he's mm -hmm. breaking a ton of stats, a ton of records. Uh, he's small, uh, but he's got uh, 15 and a half sacks. He's got 21 tackles for loss. But he's been just a monster. So Jalen Green out of James Madison. So keep an eye on him too. Definitely. So I Googled while Ryan was talking Reggie Brown game logs and it pulled up not the right Reggie Brown. No, no, it took me a while to 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 filter through the the Reggie the Eagles Reggie Brown yeah. uh, to get to to get to the James Madison one. And then I just Googled Jalen Green and it pulled up a Houston Rocket shooting guard. So you guys are picking players that you can't even find stats on. It's great. I am all for the Eagles continuing to accumulate Jalen's. So we won't talk about the bad Jalen between the two good Jalen's, but let's just keep the good Jalen's rolling here. I, ironically, I think that was – I have this weird rule with uh, football jerseys for the Eagles. I do not buy current players' jerseys. 
And I think my Reggie Brown jersey was one of my last ones. Like he was like the nail in the coffin. I said, no more. <laughs> yeah, believe me, that that'll make you do it. Uh, too bad I'm not smart enough to learn that lesson as I have probably over 80 Eagles jerseys that, uh, man, I regret a lot of them. I bought a Jason Kelsey jersey. I figured that was pretty safe. Pretty solid. <laughs> All right. Uh, my player of the week prediction is going to be Jaden Daniels, quarterback out of LSU. Uh, I mean, he's been on a tear this year. He's played phenomenal football. And this week he faces a Georgia State defense that ranks 121st in the NCAA in passing defense. And you could worry about volume in a game like this, but three weeks ago against Army, LSU won 62 to zero. And Daniels was pulled in the third quarter, but he still ended up with 279 passing yards and four touchdowns. So even if they just totally obliterate Georgia State, which I would expect them to do, I still think he's going to put up a lot of counting stats. Hopefully he can get me home to winning this player of the week competition by like mid third quarter when they shut him down. So Jaden Daniels, I'm running out of weeks and there's still some good players I haven't picked. So this is the week for Jaden Daniels. Dude, he's, he's a beast. I got a, I caught some slack uh, on my Jaden Daniels uh, videos last week. Uh, he's, he's won my winner of the week three times this year. Uh, so he's up there with some of the best of the best. Like he put up 600 yards, crazy. Um, so if if he didn't get hurt, you know he he did take the L there. I'm trying to think. Uh, I think it was Alabama in that one game. But Jaden Daniels, I called him a second round pick, uh, and people were like, "No, he's a first rounder, top to bottom." And I still disagree with that. Um, he's a little bit of an older prospect. Uh, but he can do a lot, man. He can, he's a really interesting dual threat dude that in the right system could really thrive. Yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let's turn it over to our game of the week breakdown. This week, we are talking number five, Washington at number 12, Oregon State. This game is at 7 30 on Saturday. Uh, Washington is, th- this is an interesting matchup because. Oregon has such a good rushing attack. They're second in the NCAA in rushing success rate. They average over five yards per carry. Washington's run defense is a bad 127th in success rate. This is a bad, bad matchup for the Washington defense. Oregon state has the top graded run blocking offensive line per PFF. I can see Oregon state really trying to slow this game down, running the football. And they're going to do that because although their secondary is good on paper, they haven't really faced many good passing attacks. And Michael Penix Jr., Roma Dunze, we, we've been talking about these guys on this show. They're, they are lighting up college football right now. So Washington is favored by one in this game with an over-under set at 64. So Vegas expects this to be a very high-scoring game. Uh, Dives, I'll throw it to you. What are you watching in this game? What do you? How do you expect to see it play out? Um. I, I think Washington gets the W here. I, I, I'm so impressed by how much Washington's able to kind of flip a switch and say, hey, today we're going to throw the ball. Hey, today we're going to run the ball and not miss a beat. Uh, this is the best, arguably the best offense in college football. Um, you touched on Oregon State. You know, they, you're absolutely correct, Shane. They're, this is the, one of the best rushing attacks in the country, nearly 200 yards on the ground per game. 
uh, Damian Martinez, uh, over a thousand yards, has a ridiculous 9.1 yards per carry. My goodness, that's insane. Um, they have another guy, uh, Deshaun Fenwick, uh, nearly 500 yards, another seven touchdowns. But you know, can Oregon State slow down Penix and Adunze? Uh, that's that's where I go. Roma Adunze is one of my favorite uh, prospects in this entire class. Period. Um, and the like, no one has been able to stop Penix or Adunze. They remain undefeated. Uh, you look at last week, uh, Penix Jr. targeted Adunze 11 times. Michael Penix Jr. looked a little human, but he connected on three of them. And those three receptions went for 111 yards and two of those were touchdowns. Uh, so uh, I really like Adunze. He gives me Debo Samuel vibes. Uh, just at six foot three, uh, he's uh, an amazing route runner. He's, you know, he he's amazing at creating separation, amazing hands, uh, can light you up downfield. I know it would be such a luxury pick uh, for the Eagles, but like if he's sitting there and the Eagles are drafting at number 32, I, I run to the podium and make, make that selection. He is a star. Uh, so for me, I got Washington winning this one, but it's going to be a really great game. All right, so Dives is on Washington. Ryan, how do you see this game playing out? Uh, what are you watching for? Yeah, uh, this this should be a, a, a pretty nice back-and-forth battle. Uh, and, yeah, I think Washington will, will, will ultimately pull it out. Uh, but, yeah, you know, Shane, you, you mentioned, and that's the first thing that I went to, is, is just how bad Washington's run defense is and how great Oregon State's run offense is. So that's certainly going to be something that, Washington offense is is going to have to counteract be you know and they they certainly ha are capable obviously we've seen it all year Penix Jr. uh you know has played amazing Ro Roma Dunze has absolutely played amazing I mean this guy has what uh 1100 yards uh nine touchdowns I mean let's not let's not forget Polk who's almost yeah. at a thousand yards himself for eight touchdowns like their their passing offense is just lethal, and 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 Dives, you said it last, you know, for last week, they they were just like ah, you know, we weren't really throwing the ball that well. You know, Penix looked a little human. Uh, the weather kind of you know was probably affecting all that, and so what did they do? They just ran the ball uh, down their throats, and you know that's the 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 ability of this Washington offense and. Yeah, I just think the Washington offense versus that Oregon State defense is just going to be a little too much for them to handle, uh, even though on the flip side, the Washington defense is is pretty bad. Even though they have some really great players on that defense, it's just that rush defense, man. It's, ooh, it's real bad. I'm really happy you brought up Jalen Polk because uh, there's a similar situation going on in LSU. LSU has... Jaden Daniels and everybody talks about Malik Neighbors and yep. rightfully so. Malik Neighbors is a first round talent, but there's another wide receiver at LSU named Brian Thomas Jr. who's six foot four and a flat out stud, probably a day two selection. Jalen Polk's in that same tier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been tearing it up. Uh, again, six foot four, really talented downfield threat. Uh, so make sure you keep an eye on Polk. Definitely. All right. Well, that is going to about wrap it up for this week's episode of the BGN Draft Show. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for following this uh, show throughout the season. We certainly had a good time breaking down college football for you guys. The coverage is going nowhere. As we get closer and closer to the offseason, we'll start putting out big boards and all that stuff right here 
on this feed. So if you're enjoying the show, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you get all the shows on the BGN radio feed. Five-star ratings and reviews are very much appreciated wherever you are streaming your podcasts. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter. I'm at Shane Half NFL. Dibes is at Mr. Crockpot. Ryan is at Philly Sports PSA. Make sure you check out their podcast, Party on Broad, college football all year round. We will see you guys next week for another episode of the BGN Draft Show. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today. Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more. Strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk. Get $1,000 off Vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash vox for $1,000 off Vanta.